Captain's log supplemental. Fascinating. Ice out. Live long and prosper. But it's a mystery. I don't like mysteries. Give me a bellyache and I got a beauty right now. Four phases locked and ready to fire, sir. In the hands of an adolescent. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. It could be close. Maybe. 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 Yeah, like a one night stand when she calls you like two weeks later. She goes, Yeah, I think we got a maybe baby. <laughs> You're like, Oh, God. I don't even remember you. Why are you calling me? <laughs> oh, God. It's <laughs> got great. a case of the maybe baby. <laughs> oh, you never want to find yourself being a, you just don't want to be a maybe baby. That's no good. That's no good. No. That's, that's worse than accidental baby. <laughs> Yeah, what's worse, not knowing or knowing? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hey. That was loud. Yeah. That's a sizzler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We are back with another episode of Geeking Poetic Podcasts, uh, uh, Star Trek centric series. Called Trekking Poetic, a Trekrospective. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) It's just getting more epic every week. So, anyway, it's where we talk about Star Trek episodes starting from the very beginning and going until the end End of time. time. If there ever is going to be an end, I don't know. We may end before they end, you know. <laughs> we may, yeah, it's it's possible. But uh, I am one of your erstwhile friends and companions here. My name is Larry. Larry! <laughs> and on that note, as I've already introduced, right across the table from me is Mr. Vito. That's me. Yep. <laughs> Don't wear my name out or else I'll make you buy a new one. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's almost as corny as Sulo's <laughs> jokes in that last episode. I guess that's why it never works in the bars. I should retire that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might need to work on that a little. Fine tune it just a tad. I'm sure that goes over great <laughs> when you're hanging out at John Barley Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I miss that place, dude. They closed the Schaumburg location down. Oh, did yeah, they? Yeah, so now we're stuck going to Wrigleyville, which is a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, was yeah. there was there not enough fucking basic jag-offs to go there? Dude, there's even more douchebags down in Wrigleyville than Schaumburg. Oh, I know. Could... Oh, I oh, know. Yeah. I've been there. Oof. Oofa. Oofa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, I'll stay away from there. Yeah. And then uh, here in the middle, trying to... Uh, Give a swift ball kick to all the fucking regular jagoffs that hang out at John Barleycorn. We have Miss Megan. Hi. So. So glad to be here. <laughs> we are talking about the seventh episode, 
right? It's seventh seventh it's episode. Seventh. Yep. Seventh episode released <laughs> in uh, Star Trek: The Original Series, season one, and it is the somewhat infamous episode known as "Muds Women." And women, they are muds. Women, they are women. All them crazy women, <laughs> as Ola would say. Oh my God, this episode, guys. <laughs> so a rough one for you. Well, yeah, and I don't know if any of you out there listened to or watched the last uh, trekking poetic we did when we talked about the Enemy Within episode, where I brought up my revelation, my adult, mature better sensibility having revelation that uh, for all his progressiveness, the original Star Trek series was still pretty goddamn male chauvinistic (laughs) and sexist at times. And even when they were trying to put across like a good point, you know, a good lesson to be learned, Mm -hmm. a moral thing, it still, it still missed the mark a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) You offended offended me a little bit. Just just a little bit. So, um, yeah, so I'll have plenty to say, plenty to say about this one. Um, But before I do, as always, I always ask you guys at the start of the episode for your basic overall uh impression of this of this episode so Vito starting with you Mud's women what did you think of this one it was okay mm-hmm. okay yeah um I thought the concept was a little silly but I guess it makes sense I mean you're always going to want hookers <laughs> in some time right even if it's in the future in space I mean men are aren't they're literally Space mining hookers. for lithium crystals, not dilithium, because of course this is the original series, so their technology is extremely primitive. <laughs> but you've got these men literally dying for these crystals. They're gonna want a little something for entertainment, so why not space hookers? Well why not? It's the oldest profession in the in the known literary universe. <laughs> why wouldn't it carry on into the future? And this is exactly why it was not chosen as the pilot. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, this was... It was filmed <laughs> along with um, where no man has gone before, and was put out there. What it was another one too, wasn't it? It was uh, the the Omega. Uh, yeah, Omega Glory. There, yeah, there you go. yeah. That that those three stories were put forth as being potentials for right. the uh, for, for the, the second, second pilot after the Cage pilot failed. Wow. And that is exactly why this one was not chosen. <laughs> yeah, it's kind good of good reason. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that they would even, for a number of reasons, that they would even consider putting this across as like, well, what about starting the series with this? <laughs> what about selling it on this? It's like, not even just because it deals with drugs and prostitution, <laughs> drugs and intergalactic pimps. Yeah, and- <laughs> not even just because of that. Although that's enough for 1966, but just the whole. I don't know. Like, if this would have been the first episode I ever saw of Star Trek, I think I would have been mm-hmm. like, the fuck? Yeah. You yeah. know, like, okay, I don't quite I don't quite get it, you know? For one thing, Kirk does not come off quite so... 
Kirky. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like he's he's usually a, a badass. You know what I mean? Like he's usually pretty clever and he's a badass and everything. And throughout this whole episode, he just seems kind of. Yeah. He's got this like eh, attitude. Well, I yeah. Guess. I and know. he just doesn't seem like he's coming up with the good solutions. Like to the mm-hmm. point where even at one point when he turns around and when <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts is when when Scotty is like, you know. When they're talking about how they've only got maybe like, you know, two hours left of power and everything. And they're like, they're like, oh, you only got two hours. And Scotty, he's like, like a dick is just like, oh, we wouldn't have this problem if it wasn't for not having the lithium crystals, Captain, and everything. And then Kirk turned around. and He's like, yeah, because I fucked up, right? He <laughs> was like, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I, I didn't get the crystals because I don't know what the fuck to do, Scotty. <laughs> He doesn't say that exactly, but 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 <laughs> he's ticked but off. But basic, yeah. basically, and Scotty, I love when Scotty's just looking at him like, you know, <laughs> if you weren't the captain, <laughs> I would bean your ass right now with a fucking <laughs> with a fucking empty bottle of fucking whiskey, you know, like just fuck you. But, you know, and then and then after he cools his shit, when Kirk turns around afterwards and he's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Scott and Scott, he's still looking at him like mm-hmm. better fucking be sorry. They gank that in uh, Star Trek First Contact. Right. The movie where Do Picard, they? he goes up to Worf. He goes, you are oh, a coward. And Worf goes, if you were any other man, I would kill you. But that was kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> that gives me chills just thinking about right now, dude. But yeah. that was kick ass. Yeah. That's a that first contact is a fucking good Fuck movie. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> we draw the line here. No father. And dude. Picard's whips that fucking thing at the trophy case. Dude. Holy shit, man. He breaks all his little fucking yeah. AMC models and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> that fucking chick fucking calls him out on yeah. his tantrums like you broke your models, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, yeah, that's that's right. That's a good point. I never drew the parallel. It's it's a similar thing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just pulled off much more effectively by. Oh, yes. Of course, it's next generation. It's going to pull off everything better, man. Oh, man. They're like dilithium crystals. <laughs> Not, Even though I guess they they introduced dilithium. They a couple do, episodes, yeah, they right? do. Yeah, There's yeah. two episodes I think in the original series where they call it lithium because it's this one and where no man has gone before. I think they said lithium. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So I mean, which is a very early one. So, but yeah, I just love you know we're like like you know yeah we're out here mining for lithium <laughs> the whole time. I'm like oh yeah you need to take some of that lithium you <laughs> <Yeah>. douchebags. <laughs> guys need some Zoloft while you're at it, you know? <laughs> Fuck. Meg, what was your impression of this episode? Um, I didn't hate it as much as the last one. Okay. I wasn't as bothered by it as much. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm with Vito. It, it, it's okay. It's never been one of my favorites. No. This was never one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Mud is always an interesting character. As a goofball, man. see mustache. I, see, here's yeah. the here's the thing. Like, I know they talk about like Harry. What, what's his fuck? Ha- Harmon Court? Harcourt Fenton Mud. <laughs> My name is Mud. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mud. I have the opposite feeling. This episode for me ranks lower than Enemy Within. Hmm. This one is probably tied with Charlie X. Actually, wow. I would probably rather watch Charlie X than this episode. This wow. might be, up to this point, my most hated episode. <laughs> Interesting. First of all, 
<laughs> tell us. Do tell us, Larry. Why? Well, like you don't know I'm going to Incorrect. <laughs> well i'm sorry i'm sorry computer you do not agree with with me saying this is the worst one but it fucking is to me it is because it's it's the one that i can't get through it without just getting super irritated at it Mm -hmm. um i there's so many people i dislike in this fucking episode i end up disliking almost everybody in this episode to a to a large degree yeah um Everybody is so smitten. Like, I know they say he's a fan favorite. Harry Mudd. Mm-hmm. So, oh, love Harry Mudd. Guy's a fucking dill rod. Yeah. <laughs> this Irish pirate dude with this fucking globe earring thing. I, he's, <laughs> it's like, it's like somebody took Dom DeLuise <laughs> and Chumley from the Tennessee Tuxedo <laughs> show and put them together. <laughs> And made him just a little bit, a little bit femme. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like he was hanging out in some Turkish harem for too long. I just, I, everybody like, oh, he's so funny and clever and this and that. I'm like, no, he's really obnoxious. Yeah. I didn't think, you know, just kind of like how Kirk feels about him through the whole episode where Kirk's just like, this guy's a pain in my dick. <laughs> Fuck this guy. That's how I feel about Mud. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, even aside from the fact that he's just some douchebag pimp and everything, you know, but I didn't care for mud. I really don't care for the fucking lithium miners. <laughs> Dude, those fucking goobers. The one guy who finds the blonde, I forgot what her name was. Eve. Eve. Oh, dude, that guy. Well, <laughs> okay, so, hey, is my, is my soapbox around here? Okay, so I got to get up on my soapbox for a minute. So, whereas in the last episode, I was bitching about how much I realized that this is still pretty fucking sexist. Like, dude, this fucking episode is sexist as fuck. <laughs> this is about as sexist as it gets. I mean, like, yeah, okay, they try to, like, give these, like, lessons, moral lessons of, like, Eve kind of puts that asshole in his place more towards the end where she starts calling him out on his bullshit. Like, okay, that that's cool. That's good. But it still sort of ends on a note of still being sort of male superiority sort of like, you know. And he still only wants her because she looks exceptionally beautiful, even without those magic pills, which didn't make any sense at all. No. But the moral of the story was still, you have to be extremely gorgeous or else you're not going to find a husband. Well, right? yeah. <laughs> Pretty- I mean, you know, it just, it no, here's my problem with it. Like for all the different little morals and lessons and stuff that it taught, at no point did it teach the lesson that if you're a man, and you behave that way towards a woman, you're a cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're a dickless cunt. You know, like, I, I, I'm sorry being like, we're out here dying for this, and oh, and we deserve beautiful women. You deserve dick. <laughs> Fuck you, goober pile. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, and then he's yelling at her like, look at you, you're homely. And it's like... <laughs> A man goes out and dies, tries to find this woman so he can find a wife, and then I get stuck with you, you ugly fucking trash of a woman who does nothing but clean good for me, (laughs) cook delicious food, and make sure I'm taken care of. What the fuck? I can never catch a break in here, man. It's like I've been treating you like I've been treating you like absolute lower than dog crap to the point where 
not only do you hate yourself, but you ran out and tried to commit suicide and everything, and you still treat me with decency and kindness and fairness and rationale, but why do you got to be so homely? Like, first of all, you fucking weak, you fucking weak chinned, fucking bad dad bod, balding head, Captain Stubing fucking looking motherfucker. Go look. In the fucking mirror, you fucking jag off. Like, are you kidding me? And your other fucking compadres in your little fucking lithium town with you are just as bad or worse than you are. Like, and everybody in this fucking episode, did you look at that other fucking guy that, I forget his name. What's the name of the the guy, not Sulu, but the other helmsman there that's. That fucking creepazoid. Who, uh, he kept he keeps not putting the ship in orbit or whatever. Yeah, with the curly hair. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that fucking creepazoid. <laughs> fucking the Tin Man. Yeah, and shit. When he's like, <laughs> like, look at you, fucking herpy face. Like seriously. Like this episode is full of nothing but like fucked up goober looking goober behaving fucking men. And then these three women, like, oh my god. Look how hideous they are because they their hair's not done and they're not wearing makeup and oh they've got like some wrinkles and stuff. How dare they? How dare they be that hideously ugly? It's like no, they look like and they're still like you know what I mean. They're still like I I just don't they're get still it. Doable. I mean, you're, you're not gonna <laughs> That's not have what sex I, with them, that's right? Not what I, I mean. <laughs> Well, it's not quite what I was getting at, but but I mean... Well, I don't know, because the other day I went to the store, I didn't have my hair done, and I didn't have my makeup done, and I got asked if I was a senior citizen. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Did oh. you ask him if he was a fucking minor on a planet for... Well, I'm going to give it... On it, Rigel? They were... An, it was an elderly person, so I'm assuming their eyesight was bad. That's what I'm going with to make myself feel better. <laughs> but that kind of hurt. Deep down inside. Yeah. Did, did you go for the senior discount though? Anyway. I should have. God damn it! I should have. Like, sure I am. Oh, I totally. I was like taking it back. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know I looked that bad. Okay. You don't look that bad. <laughs> People are just douchebags. The fact that they would even ask you that is just. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what fucking irritates me about this episode is that I'm like, all right, cool for all of Trek's progressiveness, which it did have, and all this other kind of shit. It just. At the end of the episode, I just am left like still like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, even at the very, the very fucking end when they're on the planet and Scotty asks or Spock asks how many people he's beaming up and he looks over at them and she can't even answer for herself. Fucking goober pile has to sit there and be like, she needs to stay with me for a little while longer. We need to talk. And then she's just kind of like, I guess. And it's like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Like, just like I said, I understood the point that they were trying to teach about, like, you know, true beauty. Beauty comes from within. It doesn't come from a pill. It doesn't come from superficial things. And you should feel beautiful and confident and, and confident regardless of that and it will make you beautiful but and so that is a great lesson awesome but i just still feel like 
the whole fact of, but all the men in this episode behaved like complete and utter fucking selfish, shallow, judgmental, not having any sense of self-fucking reflection to realize what fucking scumbags they were and how lucky that any woman, homely or otherwise, <laughs> they should feel lucky to be get to get with any of these women. I don't care how much you're out there dying for lithium crystals. <laughs> you know, like, fuck you, dude. You know, the other interesting thing about this and what's funny is I feel like this in a lot of ways people focused on even more was the drug aspect because this was right around that time. It was in mid late 60s when people were taking a lot more drugs openly, at least taking a lot more drugs. And this was when we were starting to get into like lysergic acid and stuff like that. Things to alter your mind, really alter Mm -hmm. your perception, uh, you know, things like that. Again, it's another one of those things where I feel like a lot of this got on because it was so futuristic. Yeah, they're hiding oh, it yeah. inside, you know, yep. the future scenario. Sci-fi or bullshit kind of yeah. thing. But like the fact that, you know, you have to realize that this was a time when like you couldn't talk about like they didn't even want you talking about some things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't uh, unless you were like a cop show like Dragnet or one of those kind of things like you didn't talk about people doing drugs and getting high and things like that, you know, like you, you just, you couldn't do it. Like in comic books, I know you guys aren't into comic books and stuff, but like back then, like the comic code and stuff wouldn't allow Hmm. comic books to even address that. Even when like Stan Lee finally was compelled and this was later, this was in like 69 or something like that to write an anti-drug story. The story was anti-drug, like super anti-drug and the comic code was like, nope, you can't, you can't talk about that. You can't talk about it. And he was like, but it's anti-drug. I'm trying to teach kids. And they're like, no, 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 no. You can't even talk about it. So the fact that they got something like this through, pretty amazing, you know. You got an episode through that dealt with drugs and who was. <laughs> and it just, but it's just like, it's like, all right, we can deal. You know what? Here's the thing. You're going to show these women taking these drugs that falsely makes them beautiful and confident and, uh, they're going to basically be sold off as, you know, slave wives, blah, 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 mail, mail order brides and everything like subspace order brides. Yeah. Subspace <laughs> order brides. You know what? You know what, Gene? I think I think we can let that one slide. But uh, just all things even and stuff. Let's just make sure that we we can we just make sure that the, the women are put in their place in the episode. And, uh, you know, make sure that the men still, you know, really show their dominance and stick it to them and everything and that they, they, these women know they're wrong and all this it's like fuck <laughs> you for the people that can't see this and are just listening i am flipping up <laughs> you fucking male dominant jagoffs go fuck yourselves oh so yeah i don't really have a whole lot you guys get to, i don't have much to say redeeming about this episode i don't enjoy it i didn't think it was particularly funny I don't know. I like I understand that they couldn't, but even just like the way those those fucking jagoffs down there were just being so obdurate, so obstinate about like, well, we ain't giving you our lithium crystals like, you know, yeah, we realize you've got like, you know, several hundred women, men and women, maybe even children, animals (laughs) on your ship and you're all in danger of like losing orbit. You're going to crash and die. But. We ain't giving you shit. 
Not unless we get these women, but we want to see them first. Oh, that, I Don't love just that. Just give me the women. Oh, but I, I love, I love, yeah, when Goober 2 has to bring up <laughs> Goober number two, he's like, but of course we want to see the women first, you know, because I mean, you know, I'm not going to fuck just any old woman out there, you know. I, I have standards. You know, I got me some standards here. <laughs> fucking. He's trying to get a fucking straw woman down in this cabin. <laughs> fucking right. Right. <laughs> straw woman with like a fucking old package of fucking baloney. Yeah, yeah, just stuck in the right spot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hey, look, I know that's gross and disgusting, but think about what he looks like. I'm going to put a picture of that fucking goober there. Uh-huh. Tell me I'm off the mark. Uh, no, I no, I can see it. Yeah. He's a baloney that's fucker. That's what makes it extra. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I, I reckon that guy fucks baloney. You just look at his face. He's got that, he's got that look to him. You guys are right. You nailed it. <laughs> As yeah. did he. <laughs> yeah, Listen, I know that we're probably, you know, there's so many people out there in the, in the, in Trek fandom and, and everything well, probably hate us that right hate us right now and are like, you people are fucking foul and assholes and everything. And I mean, you know, everybody has their different opinions on stuff and I get that we're a little racy and coarse for you, but I'm just going to say right now, I stand by at those fucking lithium miner guys. I don't care what how much they were heroes. They're a bunch of fucking straw woman baloney fuckers. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Do you guys got anything else you got to say about this episode? Is there some, um, you usually have some cool notes about it, Yeah, right? I just wanted to point out that yeah. a scene with Ohora and Mud was cut out because mm. it was lengthy and wordy. And it was all about him, like, trying to get her to take this goddamn drug. I was like, she's drop dead fucking gorgeous, you idiot. She right. doesn't need to take that drug. So, and then he was all mad because it was like, he felt it was like good dialogue for Mud and everything. It really brought out who he was and... So I'm, I'm really glad they decided to cut that scene. Yeah, exactly. Because a, a horror wouldn't have put up that. No, she, she probably wouldn't. decked him. That's probably why they had to cut it. <laughs> well, if yeah, she I, missed and hit Spock, <laughs> and that's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would imagine she would sit there and be like, "I oh, know, I don't need that," and fuck you for asking. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, what's he gonna say? Yeah, like, how does he they could, you know that? what? They could have even. Like, be- you know what? You're, you're looking a little tired, a little homely today. <laughs> I did find one thing amusing. It was Varian with Spock and Doctor McCoy. And Kirk's sitting there, and they, oh. were all, they were all talking. And yeah, McCoy says something about his heart. Like, oh, right in the heart. He's like, or oh, in your case, it's over here. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. He's like, I have never been so happy. Yeah, right. When when Spock says, <laughs> be... "I've never been more happy to be different from you, yeah. anatomically <laughs> or otherwise," you know, and everything. And, and McCoy's like, "Damn." Yeah, he's like, "That was pretty slick." He got me pretty good. And yeah. Kirk's Kirk's just like. McCoy, you dumb bastard. <laughs> you open yourself up to that one. Yeah, Spock's going to show you up every time. <laughs> it. I don't feel any sense of, I know they try to bring in suspense with the whole, like, time's running out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, first of all, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> now, I guess you could say for every week, you go, well, we kind of figure the Enterprise isn't going to blow up this week, you know? But usually there's at least more of a sense of like fuck are they gonna get out of this kind of thing you know with some of these other balance of terror you know fuck you know there's there where it's tense and Mm -hmm. you're like fuck 
fuck. I really don't know how. This one didn't have that. No. They could just Even though beam they were down like gonna... anywhere they want. Just take the crystals if they want. Well, and I'm glad you yeah. bring that up. I'm glad you bring that up because at the end when Spock, or um, sorry, when Kirk is confronting uh, Goober yeah. and Eve and everything and he's saying to him like, okay, are you going to give me my lithium crystals or do I need to send a search party down? And I'm like... Bitch, why didn't you send a fucking search party down in the first place? Or at the very least, once it got down to like dire straits and the and the guy was just like, nope. And especially when they couldn't find. Well, I know they had that storm going on and yeah. stuff, but still, it was just like, at what point is there like Starfleet like rules or laws or whatever that state like if you're in that kind of a situation and you're presented with this with these lithium miners blah 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 blah, and they're just completely not cooperating like that at what point do you have authority to go down there and be like well guess what <laughs> we're a fucking starfleet federation ship here i'm a captain blah 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 yeah i get you guys are this but guess what we have the authority to fucking come in here and take what we need so that my entire ship of what 304 people doesn't fucking die because you fucking lame dicks want to get laid <laughs> Well, it could have all been avoided because I don't understand how Mud even got communication down to the planet without Uhura knowing. And he's using a hand communicator. How's it even going to reach? That, yeah. He didn't have the power to reach that far. Again, primitive Through technology. Through a storm. <laughs> so it could have all been avoided if she was at her station. Right. I was gonna, and I was going to say, it was like, that must have been when Mud was, but that didn't work either. But she's probably debating taking this pill, <laughs> this drug, but. And what kind of batteries does the Enterprise have that can sustain the entire ship for that length of time? Bitchin' ass batteries. I mean, dude. <laughs> you better, I mean, you're making a ship that's got to go out into the fucking cosmos. It better have some fucking <laughs> badass batteries. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they like were that. using warp speed by the time that the lithium ran out because that obviously powers a warp drive. But still, if you're going on impulse, I think that takes a lot of energy to move a ship that big, even in keep space. It in orbit. Right. So, right. batteries. Seems kind of dumb to me. I don't know. I don't know, man. But that's what I'm saying. Just there's so many aspects of this, you know, because we're we're trek trekkies, trekkers, trek dorks, and this is what we do is we nitpick all these kind of things. And there's just too many things about this episode. I've never understood why this one has been so popular mm -hmm. with fans. Like they say, oh, we love mud, and I'm go, I, okay, I don't. I don't have anything against the actor. You know, I think he acted it well, mm -hmm. but I just didn't think he was. Yeah, my favorite scene with him was um, the interrogation when the, the computer. <laughs> and so he's yeah. like, oh, well, okay, <laughs> yeah. God dang it. Well, you got me there. I was like, my real name is. Yeah. That that was the best part yeah, I thought of okay, him. Okay, I suppose. Maybe I'm judging unfairly. I, I guess it's not so much. I think it's more my disappointment in the overall story mm -hmm. and everything that makes me not as enthused with him. I guess if I take him out of it. It's been a while. He appears again, obviously. Yes. Uh, is it season two or three? I forget. I think it's two. Yeah, he appears again in, in iMud. And then, of course, he appears again on the animated series. Right. Um, but I, I haven't seen iMud in a while. I'm curious to see how I feel about that one. Yeah. We're I know it's a completely di different premise than this. Yes. It's like... But does it, you know if this episode has happened in that episode? 
It's like a continuation. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're like, like oh, my. This okay. fucking guy again. <laughs> this again. Shit. Chumley, you idiot. You know. Sorry. But anyway, so far, out of all the episodes, this is the one I would probably the, be the least likely to revisit because it irritates me so much. Charlie X is still close, but. But in this case, yeah, Charlie X has like a little bit more kind of funny mm-hmm. eye rolling moments mm-hmm. that I would rewatch it for. This one, there's nothing about it that makes me go, oh, yeah, I want to watch Mud's Women. Not, I, even the, not even the woman in the green dress? Well, the women are beautiful. The women are. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I take it Vito like the women. Well, one of them, which one was well, it? She was Playmate of the Month. I think it's the blonde. I think the short blonde hair yeah. one, right? I think she was Playmate of the Month. Oh, okay. Mm. Huh. Interesting. Just before filming this, I believe, or this around the same time yeah. in '66. Oh, I I wonder. I'd be interested to know if they knew she did that mm-hmm. exactly before they filmed and cast it or whatever. Because no maybe one she they, had done the photo shoot, but the magazine hadn't come so out. So I wonder yeah. they find out afterwards yeah. and well, like, scandal. <laughs> somebody made a good point that like Eve and is it Magda? Yes, she's yeah. the dark haired one. I can't. I yes. can't keep them yeah. straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they became homely, you know, that you could tell they aged and they were more homely and disheveled and stuff like that. But she really didn't do it. She was basically the same. It just kind of messed up her hair a little yeah. bit. Well, they kind. Of, that's why they had her kind of like looking like shadow. Yeah, she was like, and, <laughs> yeah like she had a hunch or something. They were like, but damn it, we like, can't, we can't ugly this broad up. <laughs> she's, like, she's playing of the month. You can't make her ugly. Yeah. Well, they were, yeah, that's they what were people pro- are watching. They're like the other ones, you know, yeah, we can get them there, but we just can't ugly this broad up enough. Put her in some shadows, mess her hair up real good. Tell her to slouch. Well, apparently the director told the lighting guy to like go crazy with the dramatic lighting. Oh my God. And did he? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And I guess he, he quoted that these women looked even more beautiful than they were because of the lighting that the, this guy used to overemphasize them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is uh, Star Trek show so far, you're just, you're being a real sausage party here, man. (laughs) You know, like, wowie. I just, uh, like I said, I'm just a little disappointed. Hey, man, like we've talked before, I I can appreciate good looking women as much as the next guy. And they're in Star Trek or even original series, next gen, all that had a bunch of great looking females Mm. on there. But I still just, you know, I can't stand, I don't know. It's just disarming to me to see them just treated so shittily. It's like, oh, this is depressing. But this was actually one of the few episodes where Kirk, like, turned down the chick. Yeah. He's, like, literally pushed her <laughs> off of him. Like, I got to go. We're going to blow up. Get out, get out of my way. I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> Fucking, he's like... I don't have time to be putting my thing into some strange, possibly homely junkie whore. <laughs> she might have STDs, man. That's why Mud was so resistant to put them by the medical scanner. Oh, oh is that okay? They they have, yeah, it was tainted goods. He didn't want those Myers to find out. Then he would have lost the sale. They could have had some studs. <laughs> <laughs> had a couple two-tree studs. <laughs> Oh, well, then they should have they should have hooked him up with fucking old herpy face sitting there at the fucking command console with next to Sulu. 
is that why when she was in there, she, all the machines started going crazy? Like, it oh, shouldn't be doing that. I'm glad. I totally forgot about that. See, when I first watched this, I was like, wait, are they like robots or something? Are they aliens? What, what the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, I still don't know why they set it off. And they never explained it, right? Yeah. That so it has to be sense. the studs. Maybe. I thought it was that what was setting it off was the drug in their system. Okay. Because it's essentially, it's a drug. Yeah. Yeah, but a drug's just going to go make everything go haywire? I don't know. It could be a, it's a strong-ass drug, man. Maybe they yeah, had an idea I, that they didn't quite flush out Yeah, because I always thought that was like a, like, like a red result or something. I didn't think it, like, you needed something else hooked to you or they needed to skin you or something. Yeah. yeah. Where it goes boop, 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 boop. Yeah, it looks, boop, I love those boop, little boop, graphics boop, that they have. <laughs> <laughs> on that note oh well you know real quick I didn't I mentioned it was all me where did you guys rank this episode towards the bottom yeah okay the it's bottom. it's hard to list them now yeah it doesn't that's so why I said now I'm just kind of looking at it like this bottom, would be my bottom, bottom three bottom middle top kind of thing right you yeah. know yeah exactly okay so this is so it's a bottom for all of us yeah. This is a fucking real carp. <laughs> just a total bottom feeder. Just eating garbage off the bottom. Yep, that's what this one is. All right. Well, we're all in agreement on that then. All right, cool. Well, we'll be back soon with uh, yet another one. I think it'll be, hopefully, it'll be more on the on the, on the upswing, <laughs> you know. So, what a, mm. so. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's late. So... Peace out, everybody. You got. Oh, cr- I got to do both now. I can't. There we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, you can't just do one. I can't one? just do one anymore. I have to do both. Hmm. Live long and prosper. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>